A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to rabble react severe i've only got and done it again it's thursday 1st of june i'm marcus speller i'm andy brassel and i'm jim campbell Well, 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 everybody. As as sure as night follows day, Sevilla, <laughs> Europa League champions, once again, they've gone and done it. They they drew one all on uh, on, uh, on on the night, and then four one on penalties was the final score. So they hammered them on. Pe- I I can't believe Jose Mourinho has lost a European final, Jim. Yeah, but you know we could be saying I can't believe Sevilla had lost have lost the European final in the in the opposite yeah. um, reality in which that when it went that way, you know, sooner or later something had to give, um, and it was one of those cases where despite that shock, you absolutely could write it. Yeah, it, this game was exactly mm. what I expected, especially when I yeah. think what was the eleventh booking of the game, just for players on the pitch, <laughs> happened in the tenth minute of added time in extra time when only six minutes had been called. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it was just magnificent. It was uh, it was everything you could want, other than like a good game of football because it was. Yeah, I, I know it wasn't particularly mean. good to watch, but I wasn't really there for that. Mm. There was a moment during the, the action in the second half where commentator Ian Dark described it as a festival of gamesmanship. 
Yeah. Which, There's been a lot of hand wringing, isn't there? About oh, we don't want to see this. That that no. old cliche, that thing about X setting an example. It's like nah, come on. I mean, come this, on, this enjoy was a, it. A proper battle as well. I think Andy, you've mentioned before the game, as few people did that. The severe side, a bit more canny and tough and grittier than maybe others thought. But they always say it's their competition. <laughs> yes. I, I, literally, not even Jose Mourinho can argue with that now, quite incredibly. Um, but they've done it. I mean, it, it, Real Madrid and the European Cup slash Champions League is comparable. Um, that's really the only the only trophy, the only team and the only trophy I can, I can think of, maybe. I mean, it's, it is... Utterly remarkable, the Sevilla's history in this competition. So my maths is rubbish, but I make it seven in 17 years. Yeah. I mean, that is... It's all in the 21st century. Extraordinary. And we're talking about a club with... I know it's all skewed with the Premier League being as it is these days, but with every club in the mm. Premier League has got a bigger budget than Sevilla. You love the budget chat, Andy. You I, love the, I, I definitely love, love the budget chat when it comes to the Europa League. Yeah. It's, I'll love it even more when it comes to the Europa Conference League final. Those but it's, it's, it's just extraordinary. And after such a rubbish season for them domestically, yeah. I think it's funny because you look at this Sevilla side and you look at this Roma side, these are not vintage Roma or Sevilla sides by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. But when you talk about winning DNA, I mean, you do look at a Campos, you do look at Jesus Navas and mm. Ivan Rakitic, don't you? And, and, and it's interesting that uh, Jose Luis uh, Mendilabar, he took over at the end of March, of course, never won a major trophy um, or, or a major tournament before. And again, he takes uh, it's it's a, bit, it's a bit like what we've been saying with Aston Villa. Start celebrating now, lads. You know, you know, Emery's going to win you a European trophy, and uh, Mendilivar's thinking, ah, oh, if, if I can get the Sevilla job, then I'll, I'll guarantee that Europa <laughs> League a gold medal. And he's and he's gone and bloody well done it. Um, it it uh, it's it is quite something. I mean, Ivan Rakitic, Jim. At one point during the game, you just sent a message to the group just saying, "What a man." Yeah, oh, I love Ivan Rakitic. It's, it's nice to see him get his get his hands on this trophy. Fernando, <laughs> Fernando's there. Yeah, did he, he where did he pop up? I completely oh. missed that. Some 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 great stuff like that. I think I believe this was Mandilabar's sixth European game as well. Going back to your point there about Sevilla, which fifth. is fifth. fifth and, and he's showing us a, showing us a, showing us a hand saying five. That's, or is that the amount of European trophies that Mourinho's won, Andy? Was it a deep? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it remains that, doesn't it? Um, I, I think, you know, my maths isn't great either, but like, are they going to win 70 of the next 100 of these? How long is this going to go on for? So, are you saying Sevilla are going to stop global warming having its full effect? <laughs> because they've got to continue winning seven, 7 out of 10 Europa Leagues until the end of time. Well, actually, <sighs> isn't Sevilla the hottest city in Europe? Um, so I think, if anything, they're being powered by it, and this might be bad mm. news. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah it, is, it is sensational. I mean, I, I felt a little bit sad for Mourinho at the end. Uh, of the game, we saw him throw his um, runners-up medal to a fan in the crowd who looked delighted. Yeah. To be fair, Jose will be in the press tomorrow, just talking about what a loser that guy is for having that sort of mentality. <laughs> no, 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 no. That fan is going to grow up and manage Chelsea one day. Like they, 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 just, he'll carry, he'll carry on his legacy or something. But I, I, yeah, to see Mourinho walk off, there's, there's obviously been speculation about his future. 
Um, and Mourinho himself uh, talked about uh, that. And he said, my future, I will go on a holiday on Monday. We will speak. I, I told the owners that I'll let them know first in case I will open talks with another club. I told them, uh, I told the club when Portugal came and called for me in December. Um, but as of now, no other clubs have called me. So that's basically if I get a better offer, I'm off. Mm. Um, I think which, it's if if you are the president of Roma, well, you will have a very short resignation note on a post-it note on your desk in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I, I think is, is 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 possibly it. I just I, I don't see really how he can go on from here. I mean, if if we talked about you were talking earlier about the uh, unstoppable force and the immovable object. Roma needed this a lot more than Sevilla. I agree that, with you. That, that, yeah. they, they really did in, in every way. They needed the Champions League qualification, mm -hmm. really. Well, because they um, missed it up against Fiorentina um, yeah, on the I, weekend. I mean, yeah, it's, it's tricky, really, because the whole... Uh, the, 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 the way everything has changed with Juventus losing their points, then getting them back, then losing them again. I think Mourinho has a lot of unjustified complaints, as we saw throughout the final uh, from him and his staff. But I think... A justified one is well. I would have picked a different team if I thought we were still in the Champions League race mm. for for some of it. You know, he he rested a lot of players. Um, they haven't got the strongest squad. Um, it's, it's it's fair to say, and they had a shit ton of injuries. So, you know, that might have affected the way a couple of draws that that, that they might have gone to, to to win. I know people will have watched that final and gone well. How often do they actually go out to try and win a game? Which I, I think is a justifiable <laughs> question in, yeah. in 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 the circumstances. But it, it's it's one area where I, I do have a little bit of sympathy for him. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is they were still in contention for Champions League football until the weekend. Whereas Sevilla, of course, they you know pretty mid table. I mean, they were looking over their shoulder and relegation not that long ago in mm. in La Liga, of course. Um, Going back to the game itself, according to Opta, there were 13 yellow cards awarded in the game, six for Sevilla, seven for Roma, the most ever in a Europa League game, which is super. Roma seven uh, was the most for any side in a final in the competition. It's again, Jim, is, is that just... we expected all this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it really did deliver. Is that just the players, or does that include um, staff on the bench? Because there were yes, a lot of bookings a... that way as well. Uh, yeah, at some point, I mean, uh, Anthony Taylor. Did, he had a great any, game. Did anybody on planet Earth work harder than him <laughs> last night to earn his money? <laughs> no, it was so busy. So, so busy. Babysitting, well. firefighting, all of it. Yeah. yeah, I think he did well. And actually, you know what? The um, I, I, I'm not sure this would have been Taylor's call, actually. It probably wasn't. But to call encroachment in a penalty shootout, I don't think I've ever seen that before. And it's, no. you know, it's it's really dramatic. And I'm mm -hmm. sure Jose Mourinho is going to have a lot to say about it. But it it is the right call. You know, that yeah. that is the rule. It's never enforced. And it gives people a big advantage in shootouts that are often decisive. And that was that was absolutely huge. I mean, we talk about referees a lot very critical of them a lot, very critical of the way they implement technology a lot. They got that one really, really right and they were strong and they were decisive in it and I think it deserves praise. Yeah, and I think it's it's one of those ones that if you go back three years even, it just would have been let go because he yeah. wasn't a mile off his line. He was mm. like half a foot off his, his, Margin, his line. Yeah. And if you go back to the 2014 final where Sevilla beat uh, Benfica, on on pens and a, a team that's properly cursed by the way in European <laughs> yeah, yeah. competition yeah, yeah. um better who was keeping goal for Sevilla he saved two of the penalties and he was like 
basically yeah. the penalty taker's shirt. I remember shirt that. It was, a, it was outrageous, yeah. Andy, is what yeah. it was. And, and so yeah. this really is serious competition. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's, there's no doubt about that. Um, I, I think the general consensus in our group was that we fancied um, severe on, on penalties, of course. Uh, and as you mentioned, Jim, that on that that winning penalty, incredible for Gonzalo Montiel to to step yeah. up and take it because obviously he's got scored the winning penalty in the in the World Cup final, and it, and that is what it took to finally beat Mourinho in a mm. final. The guy who took the last kick of the World Cup um, to, to to finish him off, and with his second go. With his second go, indeed, yeah, not the most convincing of penalties, I suppose, but he gave the eyes, and then, and 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 they bloody well won it. But I mean, the, when Dybala scored in the first half for Roma, I really thought severe. Like, and then Rakitic hits the post at the end of the half, of course, and I thought we really could do with an equaliser to make the game a bit more interesting. I thought it was going to play out like the Europa Conference League final last year when. Um, they beat Feyenoord 1-0. And of course, it's an own goal scored by Mancini. But then, really, Andy, you'd say Roma had the better chances. I mean, Sevilla had much more of the ball and, and the dynamic of the game, I suppose, played out as, as we thought it would. A couple of chances there. Abraham went close and then Belotti had a chance as well. Mm. Belotti took his chance like a man who never scores anymore, yeah. unfortunately. I, I, I think that's the... That's the shame, and of course, Chris Smalling hit the crossbar yeah. right, right at the end, and what, what an ending that would have been. Yeah, um, I think that's the funny thing. If you go back, I'm not sure Mourinho or Roma would do anything different. I mean, no. ideally, they would have a DiBala that could play the full game, but mm-hmm. that was never an option. Obviously, he was slightly bullshitting about how fit DiBala actually was, because mm-hmm. if he was as fit as he said he was, there's no way you start him. It always seemed like the idea was. They would keep it tight, bring him on for the last 20, 30, like they did in the quarterfinal against Feyenoord, and that that's what they would do. Um, but even though Dybala couldn't really run, it, he was he was incredibly influential. I thought they defended really well, even though they didn't have the ball, which we, we knew they wouldn't. They created the better chances. I thought Sevilla had that little bit of energy yep. at the start of the second half. The subs were good mm-hmm. because and, and they knew that. Suso and Lamella would would be handy for them because they were the players that turned the semi-final. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it, was, it was weird to me how they gave Sevilla that extra little burst of energy. And then after they'd, they'd equalised, they were like, oh, right, well, we've climbed that mountain. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> yeah. then they seem to stop. I, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's when we look at these two teams, there's not a lot of explosiveness in, in either of them, really. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. when you haven't got a fully fit Dybala. I mean, Suso was the closest that they had, Sevilla. I thought he was very, very good for the second half and then baked by the second end of extra time, really. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I think um, uh, with with the aforementioned Andrea Bellotti, I should say it was it was a slightly difficult one to take, but... Yeah, as the commentator says, you know, he's 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 not been among the goals this season. But he had to take off Dybala due to fitness issues. He took off Tammy Abraham, and Jim, you mentioned it, 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 you know, before that actually that could have been crucial when it comes to the penalty shootout. Which yeah, you know, Dybala would have taken one, but unlikely he would have stayed on the pitch that long. Uh, and so they had some players there who perhaps. Not as confident as as you might think. I mean, Belotti himself didn't take one. He took mm. one in the Euros final against England. That is interesting, isn't it? And missed. And I thought, mm, okay, 
but it proved to be you know too much for Roma when it came to that penalty shootout because it was pretty decisive you know 4-1 yeah absolutely and I, I it's an interesting one isn't it because I suppose it's easy to project this as being a kind of Mourinho master plan onto this mm. result isn't it and, and and look at that as if he's played for penalties for definite but actually getting to penalties very um very you know, sure in the knowledge that you're very likely going to be without Dibbler and, and Abraham in particular in, in that scenario makes you think maybe they wouldn't fancy it. Maybe they were maybe they were trying to nick it. Maybe the Chris Smalling moment was, was supposed to be the moment for, for Mourinho and he has, he has lost that tiny bit of magic that got him mm. over the line in the past. Jim, you're 100% right because they, they, they don't take off Pellegrini if, if, mm. if they're playing for penalties. Pellegrini's the first choice penalty taker. Yeah. I think really we can talk about fate, we can talk about it being Sevilla's competition. The reason Sevilla won it is because they had the better penalty takers left on yeah. the pitch. Yeah. All their penalty takers are good penalty takers. You knew exactly what they were going to do mm. and they all looked like they were well, going to the, score. The and I, I think you looked at, you looked at um, the, the, the first penalty, which sets the tone. But Ocampos, his, 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 his tell is mm. every time no look penalty. Yeah. And even though he does it all the time. Do you remember when Sergio Ramos went through that spell of every penalty was a Penenka? Yeah. And you're like, you can't keep doing yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Acampos keeps doing the no look penalty. It's outrageous. In a final. The confidence he had, it was it was sensational, quite mm. frankly. Yeah. Um I yeah, as you say, that set the tone. And and it I think now, because we know that that statistically, if you take the first penalty in a penalty shootout, you have an advantage. I don't know if it's just me, but every penalty shootout now, the, the, the team who seems to kick first win it. I don't mm. know whether that's in the players' minds as well. You know, you hear a stat like that. I think when the stat came out a few years ago, it was 60% of teams who take the first kick in penalty shootouts would win. Now, if I'm aware of that, professional footballers are going to be aware yeah, of that. Of so if you lose the toss, does that now, has that increased the percentages, if you see what I mean? Because suddenly it's like, oh, crap, we're... You know we're we're kind of up against it, so I I, I don't know, but it's such fine margins, isn't it? And, uh, and it's a lottery. Severe. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I wasn't <laughs> going to say a lottery, um, as a campos would certainly um, have me up against the wall if I if I suggested. It was Wednesday that. night. I mean, you know, it was <laughs> true enough. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. I mean, Sevilla next season, Andy, they'll be in the Champions League. I think um, BT Sports, Don Hutchinson or Gazika Mendieta made the joke that uh, um, they'll, they'll then drop down into the Europa League after going out at a certain time of the competition and then probably win it again. But how do you see them? What does Sevilla do next season? They've, they've not got a huge amount of money, but, right. you know, in the Champions League, you would imagine they're spending a bit more and we'll... Um, Mendilla Bar still be around? I think those are two really good questions. I don't think they can really throw the bag at it. It's, it's not the way they do things. No. And um, this season can't be glossed over. This season has, has been a bit of a mess. You mm. know, if, if, if you bear in mind, um, 14, 15 months ago, they were going for the league. And mm. then they spent a lot on Anthony Martial's wages. He never scored a goal for them and it went all horrendously wrong. Mm. Um, they got through two good coaches this season in Lopetegui and Sampaoli, which tells you that there's something else wrong at the club and it's not not just the coach. Um, whether they give Mendilibar the full season, I, I think they probably should because I think they'll probably have quite modest ambitions. I think they'll want to trouser the Champions League group money. I don't think they'll have any great ambitions in it. Like, not that they're aiming for third, but... The only reason that you think they might get more than third in the Champions League group is because, remember, if you win the Europa League, you're a top seed. Mm. So they avoid um, Bayern, City, Benfica, <laughs> whoever yeah, else. Yeah, 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 sure. You, you know, it, it makes a, an absolutely massive difference. So, um, look, that, that, you're, you're absolutely right, Marcus. They've got a massive squad reconstruction to do because it is a bit of an old squad and not that good a one. And they haven't got an enormous amount of money to do it. So I think you're looking at a probably consolidation sort of season with Champions League money as a bonus next next year. Yeah, fair enough. Um, what about Mr. Mourinho, Jim? What next for him? Because we think he's going to go. Um, mm. Could could we see him back at a Champions League club next season? Do you think? Well, one of the interesting things about Jose Mourinho is how um, he, he sort of sometimes has a job lined up before he's left. His current post, doesn't he? That was yeah, certainly case, yeah. the case when he was at Inter before he went to, to Real Madrid, which is a, a, a funny way of doing things in a lot of ways. Um, and there's been a lot of speculation. Um, it looks to me like he he is going to leave Roma, as Andy touched on earlier, particularly now. You think, what is there still there for him and for mm-hmm. them next season? Um, but, I mean... It, 
well, do I you think the re- talk of PSG is so unrealistic? Could yeah, it be possibly. one last big swing at the top table? Yeah, I, I, I think it's a bit of a shame for Mourinho because, like you say with Inter, the way he kind of rode off into the sunset there, it was mm. utterly glorious, of course. A mm. treble, Champions League, so it was, it was beautiful. Similar um, with Porto, of course, with that Champions League win. This is how it was meant to end with Roma. It was meant yeah. to end with him winning this trophy, the Europa League, and going, Getting another there tattoo. you go. Not, uh, yeah, get another tattoo. And, and Mourinho would say, not only have you now got one European trophy, in your, in, your, in your cabinet. Now you've got two. I've doubled it. And it hasn't quite worked out. Yeah. So perhaps... Andy, would, would he would he leave the door open or to staying at Roma because of slightly unfinished business? It would it would seem odd if he was to go and suddenly make the Europa League victory his, his quest, if you like. But the I, quote, I, I think it can't be done. I, right. I, 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 I agree with Jim. I think it can't be done because the money's not there. They really needed the money from the Champions League. They've got very little room for manoeuvre. And that doesn't suit him. You know, he's, he's done his best with this squad. I mean, the, the feeling he's created at Roma, I think, mm. is very special. Yeah. You know, they sold out 26 successive home games. And that's not to mention a sold out Olympico last night to watch a game on a yeah. telly screen wow. with, 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 with a load of other fans. So I, I think it will be remembered by the fans of Roma as something special. But... They, they need a different sort of coach to get them through the next bit. Mm-hmm. He needs a different sort of club to, as Jim says, have another popper elite level, which I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's funny because he left England as, as, as really a busted flush. But mm-hmm. the, the fact that he's got himself to a point now where Real Madrid and PSG aren't saying, get the hell out. Mm-hmm. And they're even giving it some headspace. Exactly. I, 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 I think Real Madrid really particular. It's really particular. I don't think it's to be ruled out. I don't think it's to be ruled out that at all. That would be something. All I'm saying, Marcus, let's give Poison a chance. <laughs> Maybe we'll be back at the bridge for a third time. Oh, <laughs> like that fella wanted. In October. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, if he went back to Real Madrid, my goodness, that would be like, be like Harold Bishop returning to Neighbours. <laughs> but it would be extraordinary, wouldn't it? That if he could kind of re-establish a seat at the top table like that and as Andy mm. said that you know that there's been talk of it that hasn't been laughed there was a sense that he was mm. sort of circling the drain kind of gradually <laughs> accepting jobs at clubs that were you know perhaps just outside the Champions League etc cetera, etc cetera. and yeah. Roma is certainly uh, certainly on that if he were to then you know get back up a rung again it would be fascinating because it, we thought we were rid yeah. of him and he might even be worse the second time around. But you say rid of him as if like we want him to go. Like he's still got that entertainment. Value. Yeah, I, he does. I, I you, know, that... you know, you know, Jim. I, I think that was your best ever low key below the belt Tottenham gag. But what are you talking about? You <laughs> there you but yeah. I, th- I think with Mourinho, I think that for for a little while, I remember saying on the ramble that he 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 needs to go to that slight sort of Europa League level kind of club. Yeah. I think I may have even mentioned Roma, but a sort of a Valencia or or well, Sevilla wouldn't have him obviously, but you know, that 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 kind of level. And, and and he would be loved there. And of course he has been loved at Roma. You know, he won them their first trophy for a while, their first well, the first European trophy for for goodness knows how long. Well, we we're counting the Fairs Cup, aren't we, Andy? You live damn in right. Newcastle now. You <laughs> damn <to>. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, true enough. You, we should count the Fairs Cup because it, it was the the pre-runner to the UEFA Cup. Um I think with Mourinho, he needs to be loved. 
And when he turns up at a club who have not had a huge amount of success in terms of trophy wins, and he says, right, come on, let me weave my magic here. Not expected to win a league title in, in one of the biggest leagues in Europe and so on. I, I think it just fits. I think he loved it there and so on. Whereas if he was to try and have another go, what is what you're saying, Jim, about getting back in among the elites and so on, I don't think it would go well. And I think he would be particularly bitter, mm. which would be entertaining. So maybe we, maybe, maybe for more, our sake. More bitter. Yeah, yes, Andy. Yeah, I mean, in, in, interesting. I mean, I think he's done his pilgrimage to Santiago de Compostela, and now he deserves his weekend in Vegas. Is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sort of love how, even though Jose has begun to run out of options, it would seem, um, because he once criticised Pep Guardiola for managing Bayern um, mm. and the Bundesliga being easy. Y- you know, he probably still feels like he can't take a job there should it come up. Yeah. What, Bayern specifically or just No, or just Germany. Germany in general. If, say, like RB Leipzig said, we'll pay you loads of money, we'll give you a good trans- transfer kit, you'd be like, I said that thing, though, and if I take this, I have to be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I think that that would be a nice fit, actually, RB mm. Leipzig, because they're not very well liked in Germany. And, yeah, that's the one, isn't it? That's going to yeah, happen. That's absolutely the one. <laughs> if, if, if there's going to be one, and I don't think there is, that yeah, is the one that, you know is, what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> well there we are everybody I think I think we should probably wrap it up now um, but yeah Sevilla just they absolutely bloody love this tournament was there a slight do you think people might is there a danger Andy Sevilla are a very likeable side because of their budget to to, to use uh, one of your favourite words and, and, and history and, and all the rest of it would people get a little bit bored of them winning or do we just love the fact that this little club have got their hands on this on this particular trophy. I mean, bearing in mind, they haven't won La Liga since the mid-40s. That's what you're and, dealing with here. And they're not going to in the next little while either. No. And um, both the current state of their man, historical precedence tells us that. In terms of will people stop liking them? No, I don't think they will. Apart mm. from one certain set of people, there was a brilliant <laughs> bit in commentary where Gaze Commendietta <laughs> when... Um, uh, after, I think it was on the ha- halftime highlights where uh, it showed Rakitic hitting the post. He goes, and that's the closest Betis have come. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dear. Like, Did you just say oh, that? Really? That's, that <laughs> there, is there, there absolutely... Are some, there are some angry fans in Northumberland because there are a lot of Blythe Spartans Betis supporters because, of course, they have the same colours, green and white. Yeah, Mendieta lives in the northeast of England as well, so he, mm. he's got to be careful. Which is good because he can't go back to Spain now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's probably for the best. Probably for the best. There we are, everybody. Um, Andy, you you will be back later today for another edition of On the Continent. Um, uh, you and uh, Dotton will be joined by Nikki Bandini and special guest Archie Ryan Tut uh, to dissect an amazing day in the Bundesliga, amazing final day in the Bundesliga. Ah, bloody Dortmund uh, and the news that Luciano Spalletti is leaving. Napoli. Uh, Then we'll be back on Friday with the preview show recorded from a very special and exciting location. So uh, get your ears around that. Uh, But in the meantime, find us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram and YouTube at Football Ramble. And remember to subscribe on your podcast app. There we are. Congratulations, Sevilla, yet again. And congratulations for next year's Europa League final win as well. Uh, Nice one, Jimmy. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Andy. Vamos. Lots of love. See you soon. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.